You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain? You're welcome. welcome. I'm Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. We really just played around with the intro there, didn't we? Just having a bit of fun. Okay, I'm going to say something completely out of the blue to you. Go for it. So, when I was staying at yours in January, Mm -hmm. throwback... Nothing but a throwback. <laughs> Remember how I'd make coffee for us every day? Yes. Yeah. I forgot to tell you when I stopped staying here and was remaking my own coffee, it dawned on me how strong the coffee we were drinking was. Yeah. I mean, it was really heart attack inducing. And I say that because <laughs> I went back to making my regular coffee, which is very shit your pants strong anyway. Yeah. And I just. It just wouldn't wake me up. It wouldn't get me going for the gym. Oh so my God. It made me realize that we were drinking heart attacks. Yeah, no, I was, I normally do like a big coffee pot of like medium strength so that I can have a couple of cups yeah. just to like get me there. When you were staying with me, I was having half a cup. Basically, yeah, like having a heart attack, anxiety attack and shitting myself. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for That's that. That's that. <laughs> it's, oh, it's fun to look back, isn't it? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Uh-oh. Today I went to Target And that's not really information in itself, but I saw one of the most kind of gorgeous vistas I've ever seen, which was as we came off the 101 Mm -hmm. freeway and we were turning to go on to Sunset where that big, you know, the new target. Yeah. There was a shopping trolley, translation shopping cart um, on the side of the road that was filled with something that was on fire. (laughs) Oh, lovely. And it was truly, I truly looked and I saw the freeway, a palm tree, on fire shopping cart. And I thought, Los Angeles. And you're on your way to Target. (laughs) And I was on my way to Target. Exactly. (laughs) Couldn't have been more perfect. What a day. (laughs) Shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Should we do some feedback? Fuck it. Why not? Right. Oh, we should say at this point in the show, this is a regular You're Welcome America episode. It's a a flagship, flagship episode. We've still got a couple more episodes of You're Welcome America presents the Saturdays (laughs) 24-7. Real mouthful of a title. (laughs) It really is. So get excited about those if you're on board. And what's great about them is you don't have to watch the show on YouTube to, to follow. I would actually say you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> because we really go into forensic detail about the things that, the most important points about the show. Granular. Granular. <laughs> Those Primark vouchers. <laughs> that kitten heel that we really waxed lyrical about. Mugs of tea just mm. sitting on the side. <laughs> so our last flagship episode, I know you hate me saying that. <laughs> was our Eurovision special. We had some feedback about it. Alistair in London. Oh, and Alistair's, he's going to feature a couple of times in this episode, let's Uh-oh. just say. Oh, his feedback were two words, Jessica Garlic. Oh. So come back. If you love me, how will I survive without you? Oh my God, he's, he's right. We made it very much about the present. Mm-hmm. We didn't delve into the past and he's right. Maybe next year we'll, we'll do like a full kind of, we'll do Jessica Garlic, we'll do, you know, Precious, all of the gals. All, all our faves. Also had uh, George Northey get in touch and he said for our Avatar 2 updates for the Naviu, <laughs> he said that the Navi facial should have exfoliating crystals made of unobtainium. 
When did we talk about having the Navi facial? I can't remember. Maybe I did. <laughs> but I mean, that's something they should definitely yeah, speak absolutely. to Superdrug about. Yeah, the unobtainium facial is quite something. Yeah. <laughs> Some really like exfoliating bits of, of sparkles in there. As ever, if you want to get in touch, do give us a shout on our Instagram, our Twitter, our email. And oh, please rate and review us. We need to find and destroy that person who gave us that three-star review. I know, I know. Actually, I did... Um, I'd prefer yeah. if it was a one-star review. Yeah, you know what I mean? me too. Three stars, real slap in the face. Yeah, it's really like, sure. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? This is more than fine. Let's get on with the episode. <laughs> So in every episode, we translate an American pop culture topic to Britain and a British pop culture topic to America. Ben is up first with our British pop culture topic. Mm -hmm. I'm a little scared because he said he's, I quote, overprepared. Terrifying. Yeah. So my topic for today is the Platinum Jubilee. I haven't heard of it. No. Nope. Don't know what that is. So in the UK this past weekend, the Queen has been <laughs> the Queen. She's been celebrating her seventieth year as Queen. Lizzie. Sure, Liz. So she's ninety six, but it's her seventieth year as Queen. So doing the math, she became Queen at twenty six. That's did wild. You, I what did I became a Queen at twenty six? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I don't think that. I think it was before that. Go, go, go. So to celebrate <laughs> many events over many days. Before we really get into the Platinum Jubilee, we're going to talk about 2012, about the Diamond Jubilee, because we did experience that. <laughs> yeah, we were actually, we were there for that one. Yeah, many, what were your main memories from that? Well, as, as maybe discussed <laughs> on the podcast, but definitely in life, it was the birth of the word flotilla. Yeah, a word we'd never heard before yeah. that weekend. People that were pretending weekend. that it was a, an, a word that everyone knew, and everyone yeah. just kept saying, you seeing the flotilla? What time's the flotilla? Well, I can't do it tomorrow because it's the flotilla. The and flotilla I was like, that day. what the fuck is a flotilla? Yeah. I like to think, what would be like a... Some kind of like floating tortilla is what I imagine for a flotilla. Maybe like a, a dish at like a Tex-Mex kind of restaurant, which is like, it's just a bowl of melted cheese. So instead of nachos, which is nachos with the melted cheese on top, it's like a soup of melted cheese with like floating nachos within it. Okay, I'm going to upgrade that. I'm imagining a hard shell nacho in the shape of a boat. Right. <laughs> and then in it, you've got that kind of queso you right. basically yes. described with bits floating in it. Lovely. A flotilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> You're welcome, Mexico. Uh, maybe Taco Bell. Okay. <laughs> the Taco Bell flotilla. Um, yeah, that was my main memory. I remember it rained a lot. Yes. I, that's pretty much all I remember. Now, we're not there for the Platinum Jubilee in the UK. And when I say the UK, I'm really saying England because Scotland does not give a fuck <laughs> about this. And I can't speak for what Wales. about Wales? <laughs> I can't speak for Wales. So I reached out to uh, CLC. Oh. And she I is... I did, you know. I did. Well, I did have a FaceTime call with uh, with Charlie today and there was a, there was talk of a, a conversation between you. Uh-oh. I don't know what, what it was, but I know you have spoken. I just needed a boots on the ground reporter. So we've got we've got many texts from Charlie, uh, CLC in the ground, happy to report. Okay. I said, just give me the give me the main the main deets, okay. as it were. First of all, we're calling it the Platy Jubes. Okay, I'm already furious about it. Yeah, Platinum Jubilee, Platy Jubes. Sure, it, that's very bally ballison to me. Oh, it's very bally. Wonder how they're celebrating. Um, the main vibe in London has been daytime drinking. We're talking tinnies in the trains. So, we're, I mean, that's obviously like a gin. I bet you Gordons have done a gin and tonic, like a special Jubilee edition. Yeah, like a Jubilee and tonic. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. With like a crown on it and some bunting around it. 
So that's Tinny, Tinny's Real bad taste. Trend. Real bad. Oh, oh, don't know <laughs> about gonna that. It's going to get damp, isn't it? Yeah. Um, street parties, garden parties. Talking of bunting, CLC says, fucking bunting everywhere. <laughs> so she then sent me an invitation to the street party that's on her parents' road. Oh, lovely. So it's all the her usual stuff. Like, they live on a lovely road. Um, You know, looking... It's, it's Jeff and Annie, the neighbours, mm-hmm. and they've sent this to all the all the neighbours. Looking forward to having people around, see you at five. Unfortunately, the weather forecast, not so great, you know, all the usual. And then at the end, also, for those who are unsure of her, Lola the dog will not be here. <laughs> what happened to her? Don't know. <laughs> CLC wants to know, what, what did Lola the dog do? Yeah, euthanised for the for the platy jubes. That's not good. She will not be here. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't like the royals. Yeah. Maybe she's got another party. Famously anti-royal. <laughs> Lola Classic Lola. Dog. I wonder, did they put up a marquee then because of the weather? Oh, they, they should have done. They put up a marquee. I, can... so I, I bet marquee rentals went through the goddamn roof. And just to translate to translate for American listeners, a marquee is a tent. Oh, right. Because in the US, a marquee is like the marquee of a movie oh, theatre. Right, right, right. And you can't say gazebo because that's also something different. I couldn't even tell you that, but... I feel like a gazebo is more of a hard structure here. Pergola? No. <laughs> So other cultural highlights that CLC highlighted. The Queen did a sketch with Paddington Bear. <laughs> I don't like that the Queen's doing sketch comedy work. It's not great. <laughs> she started doing that at the Olympics with uh, Daniel Craig. Oh, no, with David Beckham. I, I, didn't, I don't need it. CLC also pointed me in the direction of a great clip. And I'd already seen this of Boris Johnson and his wife walking into St. Paul's Cathedral and everyone's booing them. Yes. <laughs> Loved that. Then it is two of the young royals, I don't know, some of the kids, and they're they're looking exactly like the the kids in Schitt's Creek, right. their facial expressions. <laughs> Prince Louis, he was getting, like, angry. He's one of, the, one of the other children. They did, like, a flyover of... He's called Prince Louis? Yeah, or is it Prince Louis? No, no it's Prince Louis. No, no, Louis. I, think, I think you're right. I just, I hadn't... Said it out loud? I think I hadn't said or heard it out loud, and it sounds like a Disney character. So there was a flyover of, I don't know, like... War machines, right? I don't easy jet. I don't know what was going on. And then Prince Louis held his hands over his ears. Right, right, right. That was a whole thing. And then she also said this: the Platy Jubes concert last night was actually amazing. The staging and lighting was incredible. I don't know if this is going to step on your toes with some of the some of the content, but unsolicited, I received some information. Ari, the Platy Jubes concert. Okay, would you like to hear it? Hit me. Who's this from? This is from my good friend Ollie. Remember Ollie? No. The one that you argued with about wearing Lynx deodorant. Apropos of nothing, I received a a message that just says, Mabel, dining out on the same song for three plus years. And I was like, oh, okay, are you, I said, are you at Hoopla? And he said, no, I'm watching the, uh, the, the platy tubes on telly and he said her and larson i like that he's just calling zara larson just larson, larson. he said i've met Jax jones a couple of times lovely young man <laughs> well that's a wonderful little sum up yeah. I, so i watched some of that concert now clc boots on the ground she's right staging and lighting great but what a concert okay queen and adam lambert fine whatever Bearing in mind throughout this whole concert, I also just want to point out, it was staged right in front of Buckingham Palace. Mm. And like the center of the stage were right in front of the gates. When Ah. Mabel performed with Jax Jones, it looked quite cool. Now, bearing in mind the Queen, she was like, she was a bit sickly. Like she was there for the first day for the flyover from EasyJet and Ryanair. Yeah. uh, When Prince Louis was, you know, posing. But then she was a bit unwell. So she went, basically spent the rest of the weekend indoors and then reappeared. So at she the was end. listening to that concert. 
she of was the, of the she, palace. Yeah, so she was inside. Imagine being sick and a giant concert and like Mabel's outside singing at your front gate. Call me up. Da, 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 da. Do you know what? Not that, not that it, I think this is kind of similar, but there was this one time that I, when I used to live in Brixton and I had a fever and I was at home with a fever and I swear I thought that I was going insane and I thought that I could, I thought I was in Jumanji because I could hear kind of like a tribal drum beat and I was like, oh my God, I've gone insane. I now think I'm in Jumanji. And it turned out that because I lived across that that little green outside of the, you know, the movie, the, outside of the cinema in Brixton. Oh, yeah. Um, and there was basically like an African drum circle <laughs> happening, just like a rehearsal thing. But I truly thought I'd gone insane. Reminds me of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, and, me and Liz, exactly the same. <laughs> You're like, Liz. Stars are just like us. Exactly how you felt this weekend. <laughs> Craig David, he was excellent. Oh, he basically turned up in a sparkly blue tracksuit <laughs> and brought his laptop on stage, plugged it in, and then just rapped and sang. <laughs> he did a new a new song, which sounded great. Then he did um, Fill Me In and uh, Rewind. Sold. Truly believe that the Queen has heard Craig David. Oh, because yeah. when he came out, I feel like she may be still... I don't know. I feel like she may have heard it being played by, like... William or Harry because they were the kind of right age for yes. that. So I do. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying the Queen knows who Craig David is, but I think deep in the recesses of her brain, she has heard "Fill Me In," which is pretty funny. Well, she has now. <laughs> just, just like <laughs> trying to draw those heavy drapes of Bucky Palace. She's like, oh god. <laughs> so we had Ella. <laughs> That's really funny to think about her in bed listening to that. Sorry, carry on. So we had Ella Air. Ella Air. Doing a, doing a song from 2017. We came here with love. <laughs> yeah, came here for love. I sent around our text chain a video of that yesterday. Did you watch it? I didn't. I was... Okay, well, let's just say, per Ella, drones. So halfway through... She got attacked by drones. <laughs> she Well, she, she almost got eaten by a giant corgi. Like, a giant corgi was displayed out of drones with, like, a bone flying across it. out of drones... Like imagine lots of drones, like, doing the shape of a corgi. That's literally the exact uh, technology from a Spider-Man, one of the Spider-Man movies with Jake Gyllenhaal. It's kind of cute. <laughs> so she had a, a giant corgi above her. There was a, a teapot pouring a cup of tea at one point. Gorge. Yeah. And then I think there was something else. Oh, there was, like, a handbag. You know, like a classic queen-structured right. handbag. I'm trying to think about how they organized drones over Buckingham Palace. That feels very, oh. very, very risky. You bit, are you a bit stressed about that? Well, I'm just thinking about Spider-Man, the movie, and it was all, yeah, I'm just like, it seems like that would, could have been, that seems like a plot for something where it's like, oh, they're actually, I'm in control of the drones. Mm, well, and then they would all swarm and then like congregate right. and then break into the palace and then go down the hallway and like <laughs> go get the queen or something. No, I know this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But even though that song was released in 2017, doesn't it feel like, we saw her perform that at the Jubilee in 2012. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Timeless song. Yeah. I, <laughs> Maybe that's why they picked her. Right. So we had some other performers. I mean, I completely, I think, well, Elton John did like a pre-tape. Fine. Whatever. Rod Stewart. <laughs> did he do one of, one of his classic, <laughs> tinkling the ivories from his... <laughs> in fact, my fake singing voice is Elton John. I've just realized it this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's a legend. We can't, I, we can't go near Elton. But then we had Alicia Keys turn up, and she did that girl is on fire. 
Then flames were projected all over Buckingham Palace. Now, bearing in mind, <laughs> Lizzie's got her fever and she's inside, you know, and that's going on. And also, is she singing about the Queen? Yeah. This girl is on fire. Yeah, 97-year-old Liz, you're on fire with your rain. And then, I kid you not, she essentially goes, you know, being in London reminds me of another city. Do, do, do. New York! I hate that song so much. But baffling. No, it doesn't make any sense. Made Why didn't she no change it to London? Or towards the end she did. Okay. So, yeah, and then we had some other people, like Sam Ryder and Bedazzled Denim, Accepted, Fine, whatever. Oh, lovely. I think I received a message from my mum about Sam Ryder. Hold on. I feel like your mum would like would like him. Got, oh, goodness. Okay, she sent me quite a few things. She said, see what you mean about his teeth. Queen's Jubilee Day is her text. <laughs> Bet he can't believe he was at Buckingham Palace with the majority of UK watching. Then a follow-up is Alicia Keys on the television with the caption, that's more like it. <laughs> and also in the foreground is my mum's Puzzler Collection magazine where she's sitting and doing her crosswords while she watches that. No. Well, that's good because if like, I don't know, she's not into Mabel, she can do a puzzle. Some other things going on with the Jubilee. We've got a Jubilee honours list. Oh Lord, Would hit you me. believe it? Honours list for American listeners. Essentially, if you've done something notable or, or worthy it might be like services to i don't know race car driving or like <laughs> they call it race car driving i don't know formula one that's it whatever <laughs> so look we've got stella mccartney we've got claire balding we've got damien lewis sure i'm gonna let all those people on there, there are a few people that really caught my eye we've got some mbes don't ask me to work out the difference between all the different things we've got mbes for pauline quirk oh my god do you know what we had a who did I have a whole conversation with about with Pauline Quirk? We talked about the her acting academy. I literally just had this conversation with someone. That well, is so insane. She got that MBE. Oh, good for her. Pauline Quirk, Birds of a Feather. We've got Bonnie Tyler. Oh, great. Of course. Give her one. And we've got Anthony Cotton. Oh, I thought we were going to say Costa. <laughs> From Blue. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, wow, one member of Blue to get an, an MBE. It's an Anthony Costa. We are going to get to him, though, I have to say. Oh, did Blue perform? So, Blue did not perform there, but we've got another little treat for you. <laughs> okay. They're just performing in the street outside the, the concert. So meanwhile, other events are going on up, up and down the country. We've got people out in the street wearing Union Jack. Fla- well, I mean, up and down the country. In England, we've got people in the street, I don't know, eating sausage rolls right. and having a crumpet. Oh, I tell you what would be funny. Do you know what? What if we all got masks of the Queen and wore them? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to get a mask of, of Harry. And you can get one of Meghan, Cheeky. Well, oh, I see why I'm Megan. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of people who you do like, I'm just going to play okay. a very iconic piece of uh, oral literature. Okay. That I think really helps. Oh, oral with an A. Yeah. Oral. Yeah. That really helps, I would say, how we both feel okay. about the Queen and the Platinum Jubilee. I'm probably going to be like of the opinion of nobody else in the whole entire world, but I just don't get it. I don't get any of it. <laughs> what do you like, mean? You don't get in, what? Yeah. I don't get why we're so obsessed with these humans that are exactly the same. Like, it could be us four sitting there. I just don't get it. So essentially... God save our gracious Stace. <laughs> that is our, our girl, Stacey. Just Stacey Solomon being like, I just don't get it. Let me tell you something about the real Platitubes Queen that happened this weekend. Mm. So, you know, I follow Stacey's life and home on Instagram. Yeah. I'm so happy for her. I'm so proud of her. They finally finished the swimming pool. 
it got it's been filling up for like it'd been filling up for a few days i've been watching it on instagram her filling it up finally over the platitubes weekend it had been filled up it was heated her and joe and the kids loving the pool so happy for her she's now she's she's really made it she really is the queen that's perfect. And, and you know what? They had like a long weekend to do that, to fill exactly. that up and enjoy it. Yeah, and she didn't she doesn't care about watching <laughs> the Jubilee on TV. She, she's not out front of the of the close <laughs> eating a sausage roll in the street and a trestle table, is she? <laughs> no. So I mean, that's pretty much my sum up of everything that was going on <laughs> at the Platy Jubes. I just wanna I just wanna say something I saw on Instagram. It, someone I think it's uh, one of our listeners, B List at Capital. Mm-hmm. great instagram name he had captioned this photo i hate this and it's uh it's in the keep calm and carry on font and it says keep calm and party with mom as a window display at a bar oh and he said i hate this but i tell you what forget about the platy jibs forget I, about, I the, forgot about the, it. The, the the platinum party wherever it was called because across town is where we would have been we would have been at brockwell park we would have been a mighty hoopla. Oh, I'm so. I was this. Did they? They did used to do this when we lived in London, right? I feel I don't like no. I feel mm. like maybe I missed one and then moved here, and I'm like the. It's one of the rare times that I'm seething with jealousy, and I want to go home. Well, talking about <laughs> boots and the ground reporters, we had another boots and the ground oh, reporter. We, we had Alistair in London. He went, and we've got some notes from him. He went on the Friday because the Friday, the Saturday. He went on the Friday. <clears throat> he said, "Is becoming the Coachella of London." Oh, that's what he said. Do you know what? He's not wrong. He's not wrong because he was saying all the pre-hype, all the outfits. But he said it's definitely got a pale and sickly British skew to it mm. all. I said that's fair. Um, you know, damp. The, well, he said the whole time there's a constant glimpse of greyness, a little drizzle, <laughs> just to quote him. Um, so his his main notes were he was surprised Anastasia was up on stage for forty minutes. I did see that. Didn't she have some of the some drag queens that like doing Anastasia like drag with her mm. as well? I saw um, that's fun. I saw was it Astina Astina Mandela from um, oh yeah from Drag, drag Race, Race UK. UK. I saw a little clip of her. It was like a going down the line to the beginning of uh, of Anastasia's song, and it was all these all these queens in blonde wigs, and Anastasia was just at the end that's laughing. Fun. I, I'd love to see Anastasia perform. Not as much as your mum. Well, obviously not. <laughs> um, actually, you, you you bring up a point. Alistair was saying that he really wished there was like a drag tent that right. was just all full on drag because there was drag like sprinkled throughout. But mm. if that could just be like a one tent. Um, so Natalie and Brulia, he went to see and he said that, you know, he had, he had a few notes, I would <laughs> for say, Nat. for Nat. And one was that she did torn halfway through the set, or maybe ah. like a third into the set. Oh. And then half the crowd just left. Right. And then her mic broke. So she was just up on stage for five minutes, mouthing, I'm not going anywhere. So that was going on with our Nat. Um, and then he, you know, he was, he had a good time. But in general, he said when it came down to it, steps, pros. Yeah. Total pros. And he could really sort of tell that out of all the acts, he could tell the ones like Steps who've actually still been doing it these past few years. Right. Are kind of all rehearsed. Whereas other acts were, he said, a bit jumpy and nervous. <laughs> a, little, a little rusty. Yeah. He did also <laughs> say that all of Blue are hot. Oh. Okay. that's All near, of them. All of them. I know. I was surprised. I don't know how far away he was from the stage. Although he was pissed off that they played a new track. <laughs> he wasn't happy with that. He also noted that Cascada got a huge reaction in the dance tent. Oh, as they should. Mm-hmm. I love Cascada. Um, did they do evacuate the dance floor? Oh, I hope they did. Because, you know, that one time I saw someone getting evacuated from the dance floor in a club while that song was playing. Oh, nice. <laughs> I tell that story all the time. 
<laughs> and to round out his report, he said he had a nice burger, but his back hurt by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, Alistair. Our boots in the ground for Mighty Hoopla. Did you see, I saw something very funny, which was a hand-drawn kind of almost like a hand-drawn like wanted notice um someone had posted and it was up in there i, I imagine on a marquee on a, on a flapping bit of tent it was a hand-drawn wanted poster saying do not serve and someone had drawn a picture of the girl and it said so it said do not serve there's a little rendering of her and it says goes by the name tasha and and then the person that posted it saying i'm obsessed with this hand-drawn composite image that was at the hoopla bar yesterday i must know absolutely everything about this woman's villain origin story and what she did by 2 p.m to be this notorious <laughs> well, oh and tasha she's having a she's either putting on a lipstick or she's having a ciggy i'm guessing maybe both things were happening at once wow <laughs> tell you what tasha. the mystery the mystery of tasha and the mystery of lola the dog what a weekend. The two of them have driven off into the sunset. In a, <laughs> I imagine in an open top car. Both of them smoking. Both of them smoking and cackling away to each other. So that was the the Queen's Platinum Jubilee with the Mighty Hoopla thrown in because I thought that's just more fun for yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was trying to think, what is the US equivalent of the Platinum Jubilee? Mm. So I've, I've written a little list. Is it the Super Bowl? Is it 4th of July? Is it the insurrection? <laughs> I was thinking events that really bring the country together. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess things that obviously the, we, I feel like we always say the Super Bowl. So I feel like we should say something else. So I'm trying to think of more kind of performance based things. Is there not like an Easter performance at the White House that happens? Oh, maybe. I remember the one year the Glee cast went and sung Don't Stop Believing when that show first started oh, dear. to Obama. <laughs> I do think I know the answer. Oh. I think it's the inauguration. Oh, you do? <laughs> because it happens every few years. doesn't happen every year. And, you know, the inaug- inauguration, you've got, you've got J-Lo singing Let's Get Loud. Yep. You've got Lady Gaga singing. A few pop-ups here Meanwhile, and we've got Mabel and Craig David. <laughs> LRS singing, I came here for love. In front of the gates of, you know, Buckingham Palace while our, our CGI corgis up above her, you know? <laughs> I'm still so annoyed that J-Lo didn't slip in like some of her more fun songs to the inauguration. I would have loved to have heard uh, what's, uh, what's that song where she advertised the car? The whole music video was her advertising like move a Toyota. Move Pappy. Pappy, like a Toyota Yaris. And it was her, literally like, move your body, move your body. And then, 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 Pappy. Well, imagine if she'd literally been like, I want to thank Joe Biden. Do it, do it. You're doing it well. <laughs> I, I definitely would have loved halfway through, like to her to like thrust the mic to the side and rip off like a yeah, her, her and coat. Like a and done like a, someone throws a cane to her and it's like, <laughs> do, 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 do. come on, America. <laughs> Let's do it right. I'd have given anything to see her sing Pappy to Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> but like, a, what, like a, move your body, move your body. <laughs> My God, I love that Pappy song. If I've got like a siren at the beginning of it, it makes me feel kind of crazy. Imagine if a pole had just come out of the ground and then she'd done like a really slow, perfect. So yeah, I do believe <sighs> that the US equivalent of the Platinum Jubilee is the inauguration. You're welcome. You're welcome. Last week, mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night. Midweek. Midweek. Hump day. Hump day. I popped into my car. That's right, I drive now. And I drove myself to Glendale. 
beautiful Glendale, California. That's your your boring town of dreams. <laughs> I've changed my mind about that original <laughs> opinion I had about Glendale. I, I no longer want to live there. Okay, got it. Still want to live in Atwater Village. Drove through there. Looked lovely. I'm going to be there eventually. Don't worry about it. And I took myself to a little venue called Moonlight Rollaway. Mm. <laughs> Which is a... Los Angeles local roller skating rink. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of info on it, and then I'm going to tell you about my experience. <laughs> so apparently, according to their website, the building that houses Moonlight Rollaway was built in the 1940s and was used to make airplane parts for the Great War. <laughs> and then apparently in uh, February of 1956, it opened as Harry's Roller Rink. So it's been open, well, it's been around since 1956. Since the current owner, he became an employee in the 60s and he has been playing the organ uh, at the roller skating rink ever since. And he still plays the organ on a Tuesday night at the Moonlight Roller Rink. Lovely. While people skate around. So I will say... I have been to Moonlight Rollaway before. However, it was on, before I moved here, I came over here on holiday with CLC and uh, podcast nemesis Michael picked us up from the airport. We went for dinner um, at Casita del Campo. I think I was at, I was at that <laughs> dinner. Yes, you were, yep. yes. And then... <laughs> the food at Casita del Campo is awful. Well, there's nothing like after being awake for, you know, 24 hours than having a full heavy Mexican kind of dinner with margaritas. I was completely crazed. And then Michael was like, we're going to go to Moonlight Rollaway. So I did go that night, but did I really go? It was literally like I was in, when I went back this time, I was like, oh yeah, I kind of recognize it, but it was like I was there in like a fugue state. So I'm almost removing that experience from the, taking that off the table. Also disclaimer, I just want to say Casita del Campo, awful food. Will I go back time and time again? (laughs) Yeah, it's wonderful. I love it. I haven't been since I moved to LA. Okay, we should do that this summer. Done. We'll do that. (laughs) So I arrived. It was LGBTQ night at oh, I've heard Moonlight of those. Rollaway. I've heard of the acronym. Yeah, it was it was pretty weird. I um I turned up. Quite a worrying clientele waiting in the line in the mm-hmm. queue. Uh, a big group in front of me, appearing. Uh, I don't I don't want to speak for what I can see and what I feel, but I felt the majority of the people were trying to really come under the the ally part of LGBTQIA plus. So. I was like, okay, okay. Well, I was like, I respect it. I didn't look the person that's having the birthday. Who knows what's going on? And I, you know, I mean, it did look like she was in a heterosexual relationship. But hey, it's Pride Month. I can't judge people for for the decisions they've made with their lives. I was furious. I do believe I was texting you at this point, saying that I was completely. I was furious. Yeah, I am. I am sitting silent here, but I <laughs> I remember those texts. Because what really annoyed me is there was the birthday group in front of me, and then there was a couple. I'm going to assume straight couple that joined, that were meant to be of that group, but they were behind me and they didn't kind of push past. So, but then what happened is they started having a conversation over the top of my head. Which is remarkable because you are, you're not short. No, I, I was, I was fuming. I was honestly, steam was coming out of my ears at this point. And then I just got really angry. There's a very odd system at Moonlight Rollaway where you buy your ticket online, but then when you get there, you also have to go to this little ticket booth window and show them your ticket, but also give money for the skate hire. Whatever. But you know, nothing makes me angrier than when there is a long line, and then there's something you have to do at the front of the line. You should have everything ready to go when you reach the front of the line. Gotta be good to go. But this group of allies, individually paying for their skate hire and not having their phones even out of their pockets, ready to show the ticket. I was... Look, it doesn't matter. That experience happened. Did I hear two of them talking about how, over the top of my head, at almost shouting volume about when a guy was like, Hey dude, sorry. I, I texted you earlier. I, I just, I needed to take a huge dump and I, and I wanted to come to your apartment. He's like, Hey, sorry, man. I, I feel you though. I took Ugh. a huge dump. I was like, this is, 
again, I was almost ready to call like the gay police on them. I would have taken off one of my skates. Oh, you didn't have the skates. I hadn't, I hadn't I paid for say, the skate hire. You could batter one of them with a skate. We don't condone violence. Straight but, bashing. But, but I do. I do <laughs> I, but I do think during Pride Month with a roller skate, I think that's okay. Yeah. Well, so anyway, needless to say, I made it inside moonlight roll away i got the wrong size skates it doesn't matter i rectified that i got some much more comfortable ones okay there's really no rhyme or reason to it you're just skating around in a circle first of all i like people i love how you're painting this picture like you went by yourself <laughs> you're like oh yeah i was completely alone no we were, i went with our friend joe and um teddy came later as well our friend teddy turned up a bit later so Lovely. yeah so me and joe were just kind of skating around chit-chatting basically that's the whole theme of the evening however there's some fun things that happen so there's a part where the whole evening, like, it stops and you have to, everyone has to leave the the rink. And then basically it's backwards skating, but for people who are, like, medium to advanced. Okay. So at that point, it's really awesome because basically everyone leaves, stands around the edge. And then all the people who are, like, a professional, <gasps> essentially a professional roller skaters all skate around backwards. But even, they don't even go backwards. They just do tricks and do, like, a show. And everyone's like, Woo! Yeah, and it was all happening to kind of... The music was very specifically stuck in like 2011 with like just the occasional, obviously like 2000s and 90s and 80s, it went back. But the furthest forward it went is I think I heard a Dua Lipa song. Okay. So I think Dula managed to like, she, she broke through that, but everyone else was stuck behind like a 2012 kind of paywall. Great. Um, so that was really fun. And then there was a part where they invited like everyone who wanted to try going backwards went on and you could only go in a backwards direction. And I went, and all the people that go there, they do not work at Moonlight Rollaway. They're just people that go there all the time. They skated around and just gave people advice on, like, and gave you, like, this really nice girl just kind of came up to me and she's like, oh, so you've just got to point your toes. And then, like, everyone, like, helps each other. I've never, despite some certain people who I discussed at the beginning, I've never seen such a lovely crowd of people. It was all ages. That skate community, that roller community. Truly, it was all ages, all genders, all this, all that, like sexuality. It was, it was everything and everyone. That's and everyone lovely. was so nice. We're inside in this 1950s building decor. What am I looking at? So decor wise, what we're looking at is almost like a, an eighties. Mm-hmm. I imagine what well, I imagine an American eighties prom that was fifties theme would look like. Does that make sense? Oh, that's great theme. So kind of, it's it's vaguely 50s, but everything looks like it was made in the 80s. So maybe they did a refurb in the 80s. I think so, okay. yeah. And, and it hasn't been updated since. So it's very wonderfully kind of shabby, but like gorgeous. Toilet situation? Toilets. Do you know what? I didn't go to the toilet. That's not like you. That is unbelievable. That's how much fun I was having. I was also so hot and sweaty that I think it wasn't possible there was any moisture left in my body to actually do a wee. What was the AC situation? None. AC was really good. Okay. But just the sheer (laughs) exertion of skating. I will say the next day I felt in so much pain. Mm. It was also such a fun, sober evening because they don't serve alcohol at Moonlight Rollaway. It's just like, it's got like a concession thing where they sell hot dogs and fountain sodas. I had a large Dr. Pepper. Oh, yummy. (laughs) Real good. How was your skating, by the way? Uh, it got a lot better as the evening went on. Uh, Teddy has a, a, a short clip of us uh, skating to and singing along to Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> and there's definitely a moment where you see me go out of frame and I almost fell over. Looking at the camera caused me to fall over. And at one point I was trying to say something because there was some really hot guys there. And I was trying to say oh. something to Teddy about how hot one of these guys was. It was... <laughs> <laughs> when we were doing the backwards skating and I made a joke about skating backwards onto something. Of course, and, um, of course. And as I was trying to tell Teddy that story, I almost fell over. <laughs> and then did a really hot guy come and like help you up? Absolutely not. <laughs> what genre of hot guy? What are we talking? 
Mm, oh, this one. Uh, this one we we said that he looked like roller skating Ken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so let me just talk to you about the fashions. Okay? Oh, great, 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 There was great. a lot. The, the crowd skewed much younger, and obviously it was because it was LGBTQ plus night. It was a real array of like young, the next generation. And I have to say, I was really happy to see people of that generation are really fun they were they were wearing really stupid fun <laughs> outfits there was like wings involved in some people's outfits there was just everyone was just it was a real like fun celebration of kind of i don't know I, I just i really loved everyone my top toots for the night was there was this amazing girl who was wearing this kind of electric blue jumpsuit that she was skating in oh, nice. she looked amazing and then there was this guy oh my god he was wearing the most insane outfit he was wearing like white I believe they were like white slacks, like kind of Miami Vice with like a vest. And then this kind of mint greeny, bluey kind of open shirt that was blowing. And he had bleach. He literally looked like Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Oh, that, that but like, perfect era. But like a young, like doing that look and maybe not even knowing he was referencing that. And he was one of the professional people. So what they have is you skate, you all skate around in kind of a circle. But in the middle section, some of the good people, they just kind of go in the middle and do like tricks. And he was literally doing like full on... I really, I, I fell in love that night with the, with the Nick, the young Nick Carter. So hot. He, he got my other, my other top two of the night in terms of look. It's kind of like a Backstreet Boys, Miami Vice kind of look that oh, he'd thrown that. together. Oh, really what, good. I would like a smoke machine or some dry ice, but that might be pushing uh, it. Yeah, I think that, I don't, I think safety wise, you can't do that. Oh, can't see your feet. <laughs> as I will say, one of the main features of the Moonlight Rollaway is that most of the time you're spending it trying not to... Well, if, you, if you're like me, which is someone who is not bad, but also not good, it means that I can go very fast and look like I know what I'm doing, but I also don't know how to stop or move really quickly out of the way of people. So I spent a lot of the time almost falling over, trying to avoid people that had fallen over. Yeah. Is there like a bar around the whole edge of the, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> there a grip is. around yeah. the whole edge. You can, the, yeah. you can avoid the people who truly cannot even stand up, right? See, but I'm nervous I'm going to be one of those. <laughs> well, there's also a lot of people that there was also a lot of people going rogue and making too many long lines of people trying to hold hands. That was really annoying as well. Oh, I, be- I bet you're the allies from earlier were doing that. They're, I will say they were skating around in quite large, annoying clumps, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now you've mentioned Dr. Pepper. What other refreshments have we got going on? <laughs> a couple of vending machines. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, That's did you, it. Did you it's not have a snack? No, I didn't eat anything. No, all they were serving was like really gross looking hot dogs. Oh, yeah, Well, I mean, and I think people would like them, but I don't, you know, I don't eat hot dogs anyway, so okay. they all look gross to me. But okay. yeah, it was like, I think they had popcorn and hot dogs. It was kind of like a cinema, it basically was like a cinema level concession stand. Mm. It's kind of a strange, a strange Missing thing. Missing a trick there. Any merch? They have their own store, which it's sells good. actual roller skates. But did they sell like Moonlight Rollerway merch? Because I feel like That's they're a missing a trick. question. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, I'm pitching one. What about a t-shirt and it's done in like glow in the dark? Ooh. How nice would that be? I'm sure they did. I was too distracted by the skates. There was these like pastel, pastel, pink and purple ones that me and Teddy were like. Teddy's Teddy's got his own skates, isn't he? Or is he a rollerblader? Wait, was anyone rollerblading? There were some people rollerblading. Yes. But no, Joe Joe had his own skates. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie to you. I have been Googling buying some some roller skates because it was, I'll tell you what, it was really good exercise. And it was really fun to do something on a weeknight that was like getting me out of the house. (laughs) How would you feel about me coming along and being a rollerblader? Because as a kid, so every Saturday right. we went through a craze of rollerblading. It was the 90s. I had my Bauer skates. So we would go, my rollerblading skates that is, and we would go and there was like an indoor thing and we would rollerblade. 
I can't. I don't think I can skate though. Well, I think you'll be fine because I used to only rollerblade as a child. Okay. Exclusively, and you, I felt you've transitioned, and I felt pretty solid on my feet in, okay. in a roller skate. Like I said, my main issue is that I just don't know how to stop. Do you just put like put your foot forward? Yes. Okay, okay. I mean, the issue sure. is the issue is, is that it's not that I don't know; it's that I don't want to do it because I feel like I'm going to fall over. So yeah. I was doing a lot of very fast skating, and then kind of a lot of the walls are kind of almost like fluffy or furry and That's like padded. Nice. So a lot of the time, I was just slamming into walls to stop myself mm-hmm. on purpose. Which really reminds me of this one time when I was younger, where I was riding my bike down the street, and I just was riding towards the side of my house, just this big side brick wall of my house. And something happened and I like froze up and I just didn't put the brakes on and I literally just rode my bike into the side of my house. I'm just remembering that now. It's just come back to me as like a repressed memory. And I just like hit my house and like fell off my bike. Why did I do that? I don't know. You're in You know shock. when you just do something really stupid? You know when you're a kid, you do really stupid, weird, strange things like that? Yeah, when we're kids. Not now though. I would never, never do just, anything I'd stupid I'd never ride a bike now. into a wall. Main takeaway from it is the music is, because I was when I was looking, I was trying to look at people like talking about it online and people are really annoyed about the music. If you look up Moonlight Rollaway, you get a lot of like complaints about the music. Mm-hmm. I think if you go all the time, then it's bad. Because it's the same, they're basically saying it's the same music every single week. They've got like now 63. Yeah, completely. But I will say I had a great time. I've honestly not screamed along to Heaven is a Place on Earth quite so enthusiastically in maybe 10, 15 years. Which do a leap song? Because physical, I feel like I, I could suddenly learn to skate and be amazing if it physical was playing. No, it was, um, what's the one that has the lyric in it that I hate? Oh no, no, don't even say it. No, don't, don't do it. No, but I actually can't remember. I need you to say the it. One, the one... Mashugaboo? It was that one. <laughs> you want me? I want you to it. Mashugaboo. That song is awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awful song. <laughs> awful song. Yeah, they definitely played that. But it makes sense. It, like, because that song is one of the only songs. It's only songs like that that have literally penetrated and become like a, a global song. They're the only ones that kind of made it through. But yeah, my highlight was Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. I Beautiful. Was, at one point I looked over and I was, I was like, had my hands in the air like this. And I saw Teddy on the other side of the rink and he was by himself as well with his hands like waving like this. And I was just like, oh. That reminds me of the time I went to a, a queer night in Tucson with Teddy and I went to the bar and I was chatting to someone and I just looked around and there's just like Teddy by himself, like in the dance floor, filled up with smoke if we were just like flailing was in a really beautiful way. Have it as a place on earth? I think that it was more like, it was more like some sort of 90s rave song that he was just really into. It's beautiful. Yeah. Speaking of the 90s, uh, real quick, talk mm. to me about where where you would skate in Glasgow. Oh my God. Did you have a, I'm, did you I'm have a skate I'm going to tell you some specifics. Allender Sports Centre. That is the sports centre where we would also go for swimming for the school. Uh-huh, Hor- uh-huh. A drizzly, drizzly day going swimming. But they had a separate sort of like domed sort of area. Right. And every Saturday and Sunday they had roller skating in there and it was like the roller disco. Right. And so we would go every Saturday, we would rollerblade and then throughout the week we would practice in my cousin's garage, aka garage. Right. And we would just skate around there. But then Saturdays and Sundays, no, just Saturdays, we would go and do that until my friend Andrew McDonald fell and broke his arm. We never went back. Andrew McDonald is the most fake Scottish sounding name I've ever heard. Like (laughs) you you just made that. Do you want to know Andrew's dad's name? Go on. Archie McDonald. The most Scottish name of all time. (laughs) Where did you go when you were growing up? So we had... In Norwich, we had Solar Skate, which was, I believe was space themed. <gasps> so, <yeah. laughs> it was Solar Skate. And I had a real weird moment when I was 
lining up for Moonlight Rollaway, which was I had this very specific specific memory of going to uh, kind of I think it was Sports Direct in Norwich in like a on like an industrial estate to use a real UK term to me and my friend James and we went to buy new Adidas T-shirts to wear at Solar Skate. And then I was standing in line at Moonlight Rollaway, and I think I was wearing like a like a sports logo, like like the nineties. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like I am nearly forty, and I am still doing the exact same things same I did thing. as a teenager. But Solar Skate was great because it was purpose. It's purpose built oh, like roller rink, and it was theme. like that's yeah, theme. like spacey themed. And then it was obviously there would be like you play there was like a limbo that used to happen and games oh, and wow. i distinctly remember I, they definitely don't do this at all do you remember the game british bulldog yes where you run in a line at each other yes and everyone kind of gets knocked to the floor yeah we did roller skating british bulldog and i just remember oh. just hundreds of tiny children like 11 years old just smashing to the hardwood floor a, a game of british bulldog wait have you well have you ever been to a scottish wedding or done hogmanay yeah yeah at the it's end like of a, a scottish wedding yeah you all like <laughs> you're doing a circle and you run in the middle um i just quick shout it's just come back to me one time i was in berlin with pod, podcast nemesis michael and we stumbled kept stumbling across fun things and we stumbled across this club and they're like oh for one night only it's roller skating we're like okay <laughs> so we just like put on roller skates skated around and then went to the next club <laughs> now i got really excited because when i was googled solar skate i can see that it's been on a real journey oh after solar skate it's, it's still there it's okay. still a roll it's still a roller disco as we used to call it but um it's gone through a couple of names and it's really landed on a great one <laughs> So first of all, it was Solar Skate. Yeah. Then it became Funky Monkeys. <laughs> and then what they did is they just snipped off that monkeys, took the S, put it at the end. Now it's called Funkies. <laughs> Happy to know that Funkies is still operational, still happening, and children are still going and skating at Solar Skate. Okay, well, if we ever go to your hometown, we're going. Oh my God. I don't even know if we're allowed to go. I don't even know if adults can go. I feel like we'll it is we'll all take, children. We'll take podcast members as Michael's children. Oh yeah, of course. Thank God we've got them. Okay, yeah. great. And yeah, there's just kind of, um, you know, there, there's really fun stuff. I found this, I got really scared for a second because I found on the uh, Evening News 24, which is the one of the local local newspapers, mm-hmm. I found like an actual, some archive pictures of <laughs> events happening at Solar Skate. In, there's one in 1997, one in 2000. I was like, this is all my my era. But I got very nervous that I was going to see myself. I mean, obviously, you know, looking at that picture, every child is white. <laughs> <laughs> so I could have spotted myself quite easily in these pictures, but you know, I, that's how I know I'm not in any of them because everyone's white. I think you've answered your I question. I think my own question. The UK equivalent <laughs> of the Moonlight Rollerway is... Solar Skate slash Funky Monkeys slash Funkies. <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome. Right, we're going to round out this episode with an incredibly quick yeah. game of Welcome Not Welcome. I've got a list. I'm going to throw them at you. Uh, okay. These are American and British pop culture things. We're going to say whether they're welcome or not, i.e. whether we like them or not. Oh, Jesus. First up. <laughs> Scary. The phrase, don't you fret pet. Oh my god, I've never heard that in my life. Never? <laughs> no, that must be Scottish. Do it in your accent. Do it, you threat there. Yeah, there you go. Welcome. And she sounds kind of northern as well. It's lovely. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Gorgeous alliteration. Welcome. Welcome or not welcome, the word foosty. What? So, when I was back in Scotland... You mean my... foisty? Nope. My friend's mum said, yeah, we're getting rid of some of those books. They've got a bit foosty. How is she spelled? I, I think that's the same as foisty. It's just it's, spelled... It's basically like a bit damp and yeah. a bit... Yeah, f- Foisty. Oh, we'd call it foosty. 
<laughs> Both are welcome. Yeah, I haven't said I haven't said foisty for a while. I'm actually incredibly foisty in my armpits right now. Welcome or not welcome. UK chewing gum not being individually wrapped. You know, like each bit of chewing gum isn't individually wrapped. How do you feel about that? It's incredibly welcome. I like the almost Pez dispenser-like <laughs> technique that you do with a pack of extra chewing gum, you know? When it's in the block like that and you pop one of the little Pez gum mm-hmm. things out. I Yeah, no, I love it. I feel like, it's like even like my car is just filled with tiny little chewing gum wrappers here. It's really annoying. Welcome. It's very like 90s double mint, but it's in everything still every chewing gum here. Yeah, so much packaging. Welcome or not welcome, which one are you going to go for? Central reservation, median, or island? <laughs> well, this is... Our girl Crystal was having this debate. Remember when we went to San Francisco? Yeah. We had that. It's definitely a central reservation. See, I would just, I think I'd call it an island. The island in the middle of the road. Oh, it's 100% the central reservation. Whereas he, wait. Here in, it's a median. Median. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, you know, we're never going to agree on that one, apparently. <laughs> we'll have a skate off. Right. That is oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please get in touch on our Instagram, all the usual channels. Rate and review us, please. You can tell we're up against time because we've, we've come in a, in a rare under an hour episode recording oh, wow. here. Yeah. Even the raw footage itself is just an hour. That's We're really speeding through. We've got something we want to do. And please listen to our spin-off show, You're Welcome America, presents the Saturdays 24-7. We already have two episodes out and we've got two more to go. Thanks, everyone. You're welcome. Bye. You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.